for about 19 years, I've been uh, Local 94 Operating Engineers. Nice. Uh, I run all the mechanics for a commercial office building. Yeah, wake up every day, 4.15, catch the train, you know, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. At first, when I first got into real estate, I went into the business with the mindset, hey, let me sell three to five houses a year, you know, for some extra cash, vacations, some renovations on the house. And then I just really, one, I, I found out that I was good at it. And two, um, basically just took off on me. So I just w went with it and uh, here I am. Yeah, kid, welcome. Welcome to back to another episode of the Handsome Home Buyer Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Moran, a.k.a. The Handsome Home Buyer, formerly Captain Permit, but we still love him. 516-513-8838. If you have a house that smells like cat pee, dated from the 1960s, six inches of mold on the wall, human waste floating past the basement steps, built it yesterday. I don't care. I'm quick, I'm easy. Lord knows I'm a good time and I want to buy it. 516-777 sold. And obviously this podcast and every other podcast is sponsored by... I like the energy in on that one. Sarazolo, Cardinal Financial, out of the Patchogue office. He's awesome. Every good agent, every good buyer, every good attorney, every good title person, who are we missing? Every good home inspector. Anybody who ever bought a house, deals with a house, brokered a house, or is thinking about buying a house needs a good mortgage person. I'm sure you can agree with me on this. 100%. There's nothing worse than thinking you're going to sell the house, and then all of a sudden, three, two, three months later, you find out. What do you find out, Scott? Boy's no good. Boy's no good. Not buying a house. Not buying a sandwich. Not buying a used car. Not buying shit. Salrazolo, he's the man. Reach out to him. His phone number's right here. I like when I do that thing and the boys make it up here. All right, so we're into it. You ready? Let's go. We've got a good guest today. I feel like I've been trying to get you on for a while. I feel I think, like- Yeah, a couple of times. You're a busy man. You are like, um, you are like the modern day version of the dude in In Living Color from the 90s who had 13 jobs. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> No, you don't know that guy. You're a little bit too young for that, right? So I'm 43. You, you guys definitely don't know what that is. So there was a skit on the show, A Living in Living Color. I'm sure we'll edit it in. I work 15 jobs. I don't have time for your foolishness. When I come home, I'm tired, dummy. I got nine jobs myself, you know. Because I have to do all the cooking and the cleaning and the washing around here, not to mention the welding. Well, combined, that's only 12 jobs, lazy woman. Right? Find out. But the guy had like... 76 jobs like I was a newsboy I was this I was that I was whatever I just feel like you have you're doing a million different things but still find a way to sell 50 houses a year work-life balance man time management hustle that's it there doesn't seem anything balanced about selling <laughs> 50 houses a year and working a full-time job so Nick Spears Alexander Madison you've been in the game how long just about nine years okay so yeah. you've been in the game nine years um what is your current Full-time, I mean, what is your, I can't even say, they're, they're both full-time. What is your six to two job? So for about 19 years, I've been uh, Local 94 Operating Engineers. I work in Bryant Park in the city. Nice. Uh, I run all the mechanics for a commercial office building for the Durst organization. Um, yeah, wake up every day, 4.15, catch the train, you know, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. And uh, plus overtime here or there. So I, I know, like I have a couple of friends that do what you do, right? And that is a very, very sought after job. It People is. really want that job. It's not an easy thing to get, especially like if you're in a good building and you're there for a while, it's, yeah. it's a great job. Mm -hmm. So for all intents and purposes, 99.9% .9 of the world would have been very happy doing that as a sole job. They go in, they're at six, they come home at two, they hang out with their family and back to work the next day but not you. 
Not me. Um, I've always just wanted more, to be honest with you. Um, at first, when I first got into real estate, I went into the business with the mindset, hey, let me sell three to five houses a year, you know, for some extra cash, vacations, some renovations on the house. And then I just really, one, I, I found out that I was good at it. And two, um, you know, it just it basically just took off on me. So I just w went with it. And uh, here I am. So talk to me a little bit about the progression of, all right, nine years. So you're like, all right, you know what? Real estate's the greatest side hustle in the world. I'll sell three to five houses. And what happened? All of a sudden, it just blew up. Yeah, I've been very fortunate with it. Like, um, look, you can't do anything without a good team around you. You know, that's super important. You know, um, I, I've, I've developed a great team around me. I'm um, attorneys, lenders, everything, you know. Um, and, you know, my, my broker, who's one of my best friends, John Matute, um, it, it's been a pleasure working with him and his wife, Laura. Uh, they've been very supportive. And when you have that type of family atmosphere in the business, in the office, I should say, it just makes everything that much easier. And, um, you know, honestly, I, 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 it just, just happened. I can't even put my thumb on my, my, my finger on it. You know, um, just we, we've been going strong for a long time and obviously we've been fortunate with this market yeah. and everybody. So it was a perfect time to get into the business too. So now on top of everything else, you have a, a you have 25 team members under you. Yeah. So you're running a 25 person team. So I guess with you at the beginning, like I want to talk about, you know, the deal flow and all that stuff, because that's agents that watch this, right? They, you know, we have the, the top agents on here and everyone's like, you know, how are they doing it? How are they doing it? So I guess we'll get to that. But I think what's really important with you is from like a structure and time management standpoint, like you don't look tired, bro. Like you look calm, in shape. Well, thank you. Right? You too. Not tired. Thank you. But <laughs> I also don't have a second job. You know, you, you have a lot more going on than, modest, than I do. Um, but there, I mean, listen, there are days where I'm like, oh, Jesus. So how are you, how are you managing that? So let's talk about your time management, you know, your team around as far as um, how are you taking care of the agents and all that? Yeah, I, I mean, I would hope that if you ask any one of my agents, I tell them all the time, please reach out to me anytime, text me anytime. It's it's it makes my job easier when they're reaching out to me with questions, you know. So I don't have to go, you know, running around looking for them, making sure everyone's, you know, understanding things, doing the right things. Because I've, I've, you know, I like to say like myself, John, Laura, we've developed a lot of new agents. Um, you know, that's not always the easiest thing. A lot of people like to bring on agents that are, have more experience, but I don't mind developing new agents. Uh, it's actually easy for me. Because that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, if you have the time and you have the systems, you're not breaking bad habits. You're molding them from the beginning, which makes sense. But it's just a very time consuming thing. It is. It is. I mean, you know, John, my broker, um, you know, he's, he's really good at putting together systems. So we have a great CRM. It's very robust. Um, you know, every, every agent has an app. We uh, generate a lot of organic leads. That, that are you guys doing it? Through, are you using like a canned CRM product? Or did you customize something? Uh, Boomtown. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so, um, you know, th their customer support is great too. Um, it's not cheap, but no, uh, it's not, it's, it's not it's, cheap it's, at all, but, but it, you know, it works. So, but this kind of goes back to like, I think an important point for, for agents to hear is you, you get what you pay for. Exactly. Right. So every broker is not created equal. This is a service. It's not like, you know, buying this microphone at one place or another. When you go to a certain brokerage, you get certain perks. So Boomtime, I don't know a lot about. I know that it is not cheap. And I know it's also a very robust product where it has management and heavy duty marketing capabilities. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure there's not 
I don't know of any other brokers on Long Island that are giving that to their agents. So that's this. Yeah, I mean, listen, my team, not everybody, I would say maybe three agents or full-time agents. The rest of them, they all have, um, you know, full-time full jobs themselves. So yeah. I have anywhere from, I have lieutenants in the NYPD on my team. I have Suffolk County detectives. I have Con Edison workers. I have teachers, principals. So you name it, you know? So me and me speaking from experience with a, a separate full-time job, it's, it's kind of easy for me to teach them how to juggle things. Yeah, I guess that, that makes sense. And again, the cool thing about real estate is it could be as much or as little as you, as you want it to be. That's and the it. cool thing about a lot of the people that, that it sounds like work with you, they have a very, um, they have a network of people within like, if you're a police officer, like we've had a bunch of police officers on here mm -hmm. and cops kill it because they have that network of police officers. Yep. They have that brotherhood and, you know, good paying jobs. They have the, the W2, they have the paperwork and it's, and it's easy to, to transact. Yeah. And when you have a job that has benefits yeah. and, and retirement on the side, it makes everything a lot easier because you're not, you don't feel the pressure to get that next deal. So no, that makes sense. So, you know, talk to me from, so as far as like from the time management standpoint, mm -hmm. all right, so you have 25 agents. Yeah. They're, I'm sure they're, your phone's blowing up like crazy. I'm sure we'll be done with this podcast 30 minutes and my you'll have, vibrating my yeah, you'll have stop. 15, 20 text messages in a 30 minute clip. How do you stay calm through all that? How do you balance doing your own stuff? Because there are times where, like yesterday, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I got to solve the world's fucking problems. I'm like, every time, like I have someone call me, I got to solve some kind of freaking problem. And I'm trying to do my own stuff to solve my own internal business problems. And I get to the point sometimes where I'm just like, I'm shot. Like I have a headache. I'm going to go play pickleball for an hour and a half at 11 o'clock. Have you played? I wanted I, to get into that. You want to play next Tuesday? Where? <laughs> Sure. The guys from Cardinal <laughs> have two courts every Tuesday night and we play. If you're serious, definitely. Yeah, let's go. Tuesday. You saw it here, folks, on the podcast. All right, yeah, we're going to Wisconsin. We're going to play. Okay. Great game. You ever played it? I've played tennis before, but never pickleball. Pickleball is, I mean, obviously it's like tennis meets um, table Racket? tennis, right? Oh, okay. Ping pong, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, kind of like paddleball. Okay. Fun game. A little bit weird, a little bit different. A lot of fun. Very cool. Great for networking, having a good time. You sweat your ass off. It's it's a lot, a lot of fun. I'm going to take you up on that for sure. No, I'm 100%. Okay. Dude, it's on It's it's on the internet. What forever. time do you play? We play at 9 o'clock at night. Okay. This works. All right. Apparently, you don't sleep a lot. Uh, I got to work on that. <laughs> yeah? I mean, some people don't need sleep. I can function I, off like six hours. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't Yeah. What time are you up every day? 4.15. All right, so yeah, we can do it. I don't always get that six hours, but I try. All but right, yeah. so Pickleball, Tuesday. I'll get the information after the show. Okay. Um, so sometimes I'm just like, I, I can't deal with it. It's too much. How do you manage? Because here's the thing. like You're not doing, a, you're not managing a team and that's it. You're not doing a couple of deals a year. You're doing 50 deals a year. Mm -hmm. Managing a team of 25 people. Flipping houses at the same time. And you have a full-time job. So like, I need to know how, I need to understand for me how you keep that straight. The iPhone's a beautiful thing. You know, it's like a work, a walking computer for me. Um, honestly though, how do I keep my, how do I keep my psyche straight? If that's what you mean? Well, just, um, the, I mean, actually all of it. So A, psyche, and then B, from a time management standpoint, like I, so I've been very lucky. I've worked very hard mm -hmm. and I have a lot of relationships, which has bought me a lot of success and deals over the years. Now I'm like, listen, I can't do this because I'm killing myself. So I have to build this machine that kind of runs on its own to a certain extent. So through that, I'm using like a lot of organizational tools and really starting to get organized. 
bro, what you have going on? It's a lot of shit. Like it's a lot. It is. It is. Um, look, I tell everybody this, it's whatever it's quirky. It's my thing, but I just always like to have like a vacation to look forward to. So I probably travel every two months, like just something. Really? Know? Yeah. And for a just, week, no, you know, don't forget it. I only get X amount of days with my other job. Okay. So I get like six weeks a year with that other job. Um, you know, it's pretty flexible. So yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll always coordinate it over a weekend. Okay. So four nights, depends where I'm going. Sometimes just three nights, but just always having something to look forward to. Just a positive thing. Um, you know, I'm fortunate to have a lot of really good friends. There's always something going on. Um, but you know, when you get those deals, it's a high. So, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, it's a good feeling. So, you know, it keeps me going, I guess, uh, just to drive. Do you, so how do you, cause even with, do you have so much stuff going on? What do you, you just use everything as Google calendar? Is the CRM a really big help? CRM is a big help. Because what I've also noticed. So for me, I always have the relationships, right? So my phone rings. I've been very blessed. My phone rings. Hey, Charles, it's Sam. I got this deal. You're the only one's going to see it. So it's like kind of one of those things. Do you want it? Do you not want it? Mm -hmm. Cool. Like I've, that's what I've built. But now, you know, delving into the whole marketing side to really like blow it up to like a disrespectful level, you learn that what agents learn, which is it's all about the follow-up. 100%. Right? So like you have 1,000 leads, 2,000 leads, 10,000 leads, 500 leads, and you have to make sure that you're getting back to everybody and you're updating and you're following up and all that. What, otherwise, it's just, things will just fall through the cracks. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, Google calendars. Um, you know, I'm very fortunate too. With the Boomtown leads that I was telling you about, as of late, the last two years, I, I've more or less been referral-based. Okay. Know, I give all those leads to my agents. Okay. Um, all the know, Boomtown leads. Yeah. So, so, you know, just by doing... I always say this, good business is going to bring you more business, you know? Of course. And, and, I, and I go the extra mile for everybody. So, so you know, pretty much like once a week, someone just calls me up, someone DMs me. Hey, Nick, I got a cousin. Hey, Nick, I got a friend, you know? And isn't, I, that, isn't that awesome? It's just how it is. I, I, I'm, I'm very fortunate. But, you know, it's because I've done the right thing for so many people over the course of the years that um, it's paying dividends. So basically at this point, it's kind of like, You've built the business to kind of like a hands-off marketing. So you'll get a call or a DM or a Facebook message once a week saying, hey, bud, I got someone. Yeah. And then aside from that, obviously you're working your full-time job and you're, the rest of the time you're cultivating the agents. Yeah. So the deals are, when you walk in the door, it's, it's Nick Spears' deal. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, man. Um, Which, I mean, that's amazing. It's, it's, it's uh, very fortunate. I got to say, we're very fortunate. But... It's not just me. Like again, back to the team. Like, you know, you know who I work with. I'm sure mm -hmm. we all know the same people. Um, but but just uh, you know, I'm very good at delegating certain things. You yeah. know, and um, I give people a lot of business. I don't ask for things back in return for the most part. I just, I, you know, just don't make me look bad. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Don't yeah. make me look bad. If you make me look bad, I'm not gonna work with you. You know? Yeah. It's, you know? No, of course. And and I like I'm like very. And that's fair. And, and some people can't make decisions. You know, I, I'm just, wham, bam, you know, like you have to make a decision and on to the next and keep it moving. Some people just overthink things. And I see what a lot of people do on social media also, you know, work closest to the dollar, you know, yeah. if, I, if that makes sense. No, it does. So talk to me, let's, let's transition into the investing side. So 
you know, you started out in sales. Now you're you're doing rentals too, or just flips? I, I have three rentals. Nice. You know, but uh, so you flipping houses. You told me you got you have four going on right now. Mm -hmm. What was the transition? Were you just you were doing deals and you said, you know what, let me just let me just throw my hat in there. Was there any type of you know education that led up to that? How did you get into flipping houses from doing just strictly sales? Listen, it's something I always wanted to do. Um, you know, you, you, I gotta say this, like, so with my other job as the engineer, it makes it a lot more easier because I, I understand the whole construction side of things. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just like you, you know, but you obviously you're on a different level, but, but, uh, you know, I just going into these houses, you know, even with the salesperson aspect of things, I go the extra mile for people. I, I walk into a house. I'm like, this wall structural. This is not. You can open this up. I paint the picture of what what they could do for renovation, what purposes. Sometimes, like with my contractors, I put deals together with my contractors. So so if if uh, sometimes these people they don't know they've never lifted a hammer in their life, you know, yeah. and they don't know what they're looking at. They ha some people don't have the vision. So I give them the vision. I I give them a like a. a hypothetical uh, estimate in my head of what something's going to cost them. This is somebody you're selling a house to? Yeah, someone I'm selling a house to. Got it. And then, you know, let's just say the home inspection occurs and we got the deal and, and the seller doesn't want to do something. I'm like, guys, listen, you know what? I had to repoint the chimney. Guys, I got that for you. You know, and I'll take care of it on me. Wow. Yeah, I do it all the time. And, and like, you know, I, I've dry, you know, dry locked basement walls for people, like, you know, just, like, you know, cork, it's just stuff that sometimes sellers don't want to get involved with. And if, if it's with this close to put a deal together and, and I'll just slam it home by saying, you, you know And you pay for it? Yeah, sir? Pay yeah. For it. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I do it all the time. See, I guess it's like, and then a lot of, so there's a lot of people that are going to watch this and going to be like, that's crazy. I don't understand how he does that. But you have to think about it logically. A, if a deal's going to die and you're not going to get any money, some money's always better than no money. Exactly. That's my theory. So that's one. Two, there's just a lot of like collateral goodwill that comes from doing something like that. It's all about the review at the end too. Everyone says, Nick, what can I do for you? Guys, just write me a review. That's all I want. So when I get new new, new referrals or, or even if it, if it is a, a random online lead or whatever, what I do is, you know, I, I, I call them, I leave them the message a couple of times if they're not answering, send them text. Uh, but then I text them my review link and then I get the call back, you know, because I have- Really? About, you know, right now I have about 185 star reviews on Zillow, you know, so like, that's that's what it's all about testimonials and and yeah. that's all I care about. I'll do you know just write me that review at the end. No, it's smart. It makes sense. So how do you like the flipping aspect of it? Um, was there a big learning curve? How are you dealing with the whole market adjusting? Because it's crazy. It's been a mess. I saw your segment that you posted the other day. Yeah, You're I try to keep it real all the time. Man. Yeah, that shit's real. Like if you bought a house halfway through the year last year and you got stuck with permits or this or that and the rates went up and everything got adjusted, like. You're not doing great. Mm -hmm. It just it happens to everybody. Well, the mar you know the margins have to be there, of course. You know, you need some wiggle room. Um, yeah, but it's like if you get stuck with a house in Suffolk County mm -hmm. and the deed can't be recorded for nine months, uh, and the freaking yeah. and you get stuck with this house for an extra year, like bro, it's crazy. It's crazy. It really is. Um, I, I gotta say, I, I've been fortunate. I, I you know, I haven't done too many. You know, maybe I'm on like my eighth right now. You nice. know, something like that. That's good though. Uh, yeah, it's good. You know, it's good. I, you know, I, I, I genuinely enjoy it. You know, uh, everything is, everyone is different. Um, How do you manage the process? Or are you not, the, you have a partner who's managing the process. You're managing the process. Everyone's managing the process. It depends. Like, so, you know, a lot of times I, I'll do it with my partner. Sometimes I'll do it by myself. Um, either way, 
that comes that's like second nature to me with my other job you know so yeah. like i'm dealing with contractors you know doing big jobs in my in my building all day long my my my, my building is in bryant park in the city the, yeah. my other job um 45th and 6th and and uh we've been under construction for like the last six years so you know how everyone's been spending 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 in, yeah. in the city so we gutted the whole building you know changed out every single window like major major renovation projects so this type of stuff to me it's it's, it's really nothing. Yeah, yeah yeah and you oversee all of that i'm part of it you met i guess you manage the gc that's running the job right and, and well there's a i'm not the chief engineer of the building but you know i've been in that building for over 10 years now um in the industry for about 19. uh so you know i do have responsibilities but um but yeah i mean you know i i, I more or less i'm babysitting contractors all day long yeah. because you know that's my home so to speak right and yeah. these people are just guests so yeah. you got to make sure that they're not going to be ruining things and, and just make sure everything's supposed to be going, you know, according to plan. Yeah. I got to tell you, man, I'm really proud of you. 39 years old. You built a really amazing business and, and it sounds like life, right? So you have, Thank you, you. have your, you have your full-time gig, you know, it gives you the benefits and, and the stability you're selling 50 houses a year. Then you have the flips going on, you know, four or five a year, whatever it is. And then you have the team on top of that. You have like a nasty business. It just happened, man. <laughs> I mean, it didn't just happen. You it's did. It's been a ride, bro. You know, like just, uh, you know, and, okay, listen, but of course the market is not, has helped me as well, you know, but uh, just time management. Yeah, but I would, I would say, so like for all intents and purposes, people think the market's jacked up. Are you still getting that one call every week? I really am. Yeah. So it does, that's yeah. what I say. It doesn't matter. So yeah. the people that are doing the business will always be getting the business. Like, bro, I got, I got nine leads yesterday. Yeah, I had nine people reach out to me in various ways and say, I'm interested in selling a house. Now, it might be a shit lead. It might not work, whatever. But in the worst, in the supposedly a really jacked up market, I had nine people reach out to me and we're only at like 15% capacity of what we're building out for, for intake. So it just goes to show it doesn't matter how jacked up the market is. People that are into it are always going to be doing Everyone's going to be always selling and buying, right? Always, you know, always, always selling and buying. I just wish these rates would stay stable. They're, yeah, I know. I wish so too. Just as long as they stay in the seven percent, we're okay. Yeah. Once they hit seven percent, we're fucked. <laughs> um. So, wait, what's the other thing I want to talk to you about? Oh, so we already talked about the lead gen. You have, yeah, that's fucking mind blowing, man. That it just, it just, just shows up. Just every just week, shows up. lead gen just shows up. Yeah, it up. really does. I'm, you know, I'm blessed. I guess you know, like, but uh, you know, it's hard. You know, if you take care of people, it's gonna come back to you. So, but you seem like a guy, obviously. 39 is young, right? Some people might consider so. us. I mean, it's pretty young. I think 39 is Dreading young. Dreading this 40, man. <laughs> well, let me tell you something just so you, like to feel better. Every, it just, it keeps getting better. Okay. So you guys know. 20s are the worst decade of your life. Just waiting to hit 30. You're going to be 30, 35. You're going to be like, Charles, you were right. It's better. Only because I've been there. 20s, extreme turmoil. 30s, you're like, all right, you stop giving a shit what people think. You're like starting to make some money. Okay, you feel better about mm -hmm. it. 40s, it just sets even better. At some point, I think shit starts to break, so maybe it goes downhill. But being 43, I can tell you. It's good. Just, yeah, embrace it, man. All right. Embrace it. But the point I'm getting at is, obviously, you're the kind of guy who just keeps liking to strive for more and more and more. That's it. So, you know, what's the next thing? That's a great question. Um, I just want to keep, actually, I, I want to keep building on, on the investment properties. I, I like to... Um, I, I, I would like to start acquiring a couple more rentals. Um, I talked to somebody the other day who's doing very well with um, rentals out of state. Okay. Actually, I was talking to a friend at the gym and um, 
It's been cleaning up in Memphis. <laughs> you know? A lot of people going there. Yeah. The, the purchase prices make sense. You buy houses for around $100,000. The rents are like 1200 bucks a month. The taxes are like nothing. Tenant doesn't pay. He's out in a month. They're out in a month. Boom. I know, know a bunch of people that do that. There's actually, yeah. there's a police officer who I run into, a state trooper that I run into at all the networking events every single year. And that's his thing. That's what he does. Mm -hmm. He just, he cranks those out. He's at like 20 or something. And uh, he loves it, man. Yeah, because like you said in your segment the other day, it's getting too expensive over here. It really Bro, it's is. crazy. I mean, listen, I if you've bought stuff in New York before, it's amazing. Like, mm -hmm. I'm very blessed. I was buying these houses in like Mastic and Bellport five years ago for mm -hmm. like fifty to one hundred thousand dollars, and then now they're worth you know three, four times that amount of money, and the rents are jacking up, and it's crazy. But it's just it's very hard. It, like in my existing fix and flip business, it's almost to the point where it's like. We can't do the renos anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you're starting to, to see it. Yeah. The pricing is just ratcheting up and you can't buy stuff cheap enough for it to make sense. Mm -hmm. And it's not even like the market's really hurting. Like it's not like the sales prices are hurting where like prices are dropping. Prices are stable, if not going up, in my opinion, under a million bucks. But it's just the delta is just not there. I know you're a big fan of the government, um, the, you know, the rental Section program. Eight? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know people that clean up with that. Oh, yeah. Listen, it has its struggles like anything. Mm -hmm. To your point, I have a great team of people that manage it for me. I have a full-time property manager. I have a full-time handyman and they basically run that. And once a week I have a meeting with them and we go over everything and they they carry on and, and keep that moving, which is awesome. But uh, I mean, listen, there's problems with that like anything else. At the end of the day though, it's just good to know that there's like an added level of protection and you're getting, you're getting paid. Mm -hmm. And the rents have gone up like 40% in the last year. Mm -hmm. So it's- It's about fair market value with them, right? So it's, so there's two things. So it's, if you're with Section 8, they pay FMR, fair market rent, mm -hmm. minus the utility deductions, right? Depending on what utilities there are, if the tenant is going to be paying them. If you're paying them, you get full FMR. But CDC has a program now where their, their um, voucher holders are having such a hard time getting housing that they boosted it 20%. Wow. So whatever FMR is, tack 20% on. So it's amazing. So on like a three-bedroom all-electric house, I'm getting... 2911. So you'll have a house that I bought in Bellport four years ago for sixty thousand dollars is getting twenty nine eleven every month and has four thousand dollars in taxes on it. That's a great. Thing. I mean, you're not getting those deals today. That's that's you yeah. know, dead and buried. But Section Eight is a great thing. There's a lot of people that are afraid of it. They shy away from it. They hear all the horror stories. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, there there are horror stories with regular cash paying tenants too. Yep. The cool thing about New York is if you buy a rental, you know it's always going to be filled. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Whereas if you go to other states, depending on if they're building a lot, you know, what supply look like, what's demand look like. So that's why New York's a pain in the ass, but I love New York for that reason. Yeah, I can see that. Um, the only thing is the taxes. Taxes are a killer. The taxes are crazy, but the math equation is the math equation, right? If the taxes are 7,000 and you're looking to hit a 12% ROI or whatever, mm -hmm. just as long as you hit it, it, it doesn't really matter. It, it depends. Listen, there's not one right way or what wrong way. There's a lot of people that make a ton of money out of state. There's a lot of people that make a lot of money here. For me, I just had the machine to generate it locally. So that's what I did. But yeah, there will be a time where I, where I, I leave the area. Where would you go? What are you thinking? I don't know. You know what? I really have to, I have to figure out, A, what's a place that I like? Because I'm going to own property there. I have to like, kind of like it. Mm -hmm. And then B, I would have to have enough time, which is why I'm setting up the systems now to be able to go there and understand the market and then build the team. Yep. So I have to go there, understand the market, build the team, and then rock and roll. But when I do it, it's going to be in like a big dollar fund capacity. It's not going to be like a couple of single family homes or whatever. Like 
if I'm going to leave the area and deal with that, <clears throat> it's going to be big. Okay. Because, you know, then you have to have management there. It has to, it has to be worth it. it has that to makes really sense. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, I'm going to leave it with this. So I want you to, so there's a lot of agents out there, obviously, right? And they're looking at you and they're like, I would love my phone to ring once a week. And someone just say, hey, come list my house, come work with my cousin, whatever, right? So, you know, what are our three pieces of advice you would give agents that are either new coming into the business, and I'm sure you do this all the time with your existing agents, or agents that are kind of floundering in that, you know, five to 10 deal category, and they're looking to really make it a full-time profession. Yeah, I mean, something that's always been successful with me was just go where the business takes you. Um, you know, if you don't have the answer to something, get the answer, you know, don't, you know, uh, educate yourself. Um, like I said before, always do the right thing by people, uh, go the extra mile. Um, people notice that, but an another huge thing, and I always tell my agents this, this is uh, show, show these people wh why you're valuable. Because yeah, these agents are a dime a dozen, you know? So like, what, like educate them, you, you have that, you know, maybe that five minute call or, or, or maybe you met them at an open house and you have that, that FaceTime with them. That FaceTime is huge. Um, you know, so that, so that in that small uh, amount of time that you have in front of them, educate them. You know, I know many times I've had, I've, I've had people walk into my open houses and they may have been working with another agent that didn't, but they didn't sign anything with mm -hmm. them at the time. And, and they weren't happy with that agent. And I, I didn't even know they had another agent at the time that we just talking casually. And I'm just being a genuine person trying to help them out. I treat everybody the same. Um, and I, I educate them. I just, I just hit them with a couple of points. Like, guys, has anyone ever told you about this? Has anyone ever told you about that? And they're like, holy shit. Like, I learned more with you in this five-minute conversation than I've worked with, with two months of working with this other agent. Like, yeah. can I get your number? Can I get your card? It just happens just like that. Go. So just show your value. Um, and look, you're doing the same thing over and over again. Right, right, you really are when you meet a yeah. new so master that you know what I mean. Just master the whole process, surround yourself with a good team because you know you're nothing without a good team, like you can't do it all by yourself, you know. So, yeah. that's a huge thing. Business is a team sport, you need to take mm -hmm. care of everybody, you have to make sure that everybody around you is making money, everybody's happy, and then it's a positive thing for everybody. Mm -hmm. So, listen again, man, I'm super proud of you. I really appreciate you finally Thanks for having me. coming down. Uh, I think people are going to be inspired by it. I mean, hey, listen, no excuses. If Nick Spears can work a full-time job from six in the morning till two o'clock, run a team of 25 people, sell 50 houses a year and flip a half a dozen houses a year, I, I don't really want to hear anything from anybody. So listen, if anybody is looking to buy, sell a house or possibly jump on a winning team, how do they get in touch with you? How do they reach out to you? Uh, my cell phone is 516-477-1401. I work for Alexander Madison out of Merrick. Um, but um, yeah, you can catch me on, on Instagram. Nice. So if you have a house of any kind, I don't care. You want to get the hell out of New York because you're tired of paying all the taxes. You have a house that's falling down. You inherited a house. You're getting divorced. Whatever it is, I want to buy it. 516-777-SOLD. Remember Sal Rizzolo. That's a wrap.